Hey gamers, this is Joe from what I'm playing now. I have episode 43 of our podcast that was originally recorded on September 29th of 2014. I started off with what I'm leeching now where I talk about some of the sales and free games you can get for the week. I then jumped into some news stories where I talked about Blizzard canceling their in-development MMO called Titan. WizKids and Wizards of the Coast teaming up for a D&D board game. Dragon Age Inquisition is going to be much more difficult than previous games. Destiny players are finding a second loot cave after the first one's fixed. I talked about some other news stories and then jumped into what I'm playing now, like Hacker Revolution Duality, Fibbage, Diablo 2, Project Oregon, and of course, I talked about what I want to play now, which is Shadow of Mordor. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi. We are on episode 43, and we have a lot of news and games to talk about for the week. So let's start off with some of the introductions. You can email us at what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G from that. And of course, Firefox just crashed. All right, and it looks like we are back after a nice, quick Firefox crash. You gotta love computers, especially Windows ones. Nothing but crashes constantly. All right, so as I was saying, welcome to episode 43. We are going through some of the introductions. And I had just mentioned where you can follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing. Now, don't forget to drop the G. Our Google Plus page is plus.google.com slash the plus sign, what I'm playing now podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitch. Don't forget about the Twitch channel that we have, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. I usually do streams on Wednesday and Saturday nights. And possibly in October, we may do a Friday fright night so keep an eye out for that one let's jump into some other news that we have or not the not the news yet let's jump into what i'm leeching now i'm almost forgetting about the most important thing what you can play for free or get cheap for the week so one of the first things i wanted to mention was guild wars 2 is free for two weeks this actually started this past week you will be able to play guild download and play guild wars 2 for free until october 1st if you have never tried the MMO, I have several several friends that actually played this quite a bit. Um, actually, my patron, the leader of my guild in Ashron's Call, played this game extensively in between helping me level to 275 um, when we were back playing Ashron's Call. So him and several other guys from the AC, from the AC world that I hung out with uh, tried repeatedly to get me to play Guild Wars 2. I never fell for it. I played the original Guild Wars. I thought it was okay. I never got real into that one, so um, I kind of wanted to just concentrate back then when this had come out on just basically maxing level in Ashron's Call, which I did and was successful with, so we have moved on to other things. But what's the other? what other good things do we have for you this week? Xbox Live Games for October, Games with Gold. They're adding two classics in October. Um, DICE's first-person shooter, Bad Company 2, and then Vigil Games Action Adventure, Darksiders 2. There's also going to be a Chariot title, or a title called Chariot, um, which is part of the ID at Xbox program. That one kind of reminds me of a cartoony co-op platformer type of game. I watched the video that Polygon had on their website, and some of the mechanics in this game really reminds me of what they had you doing in Brothers of Tale of Two Sons, I believe the game was. Uh, basically, you're, a, you're, you, you're playing as... Um, there's a girl and a, uh, a man and a woman playing in the game, a girl and a boy, and you are trying to get the princess's 
father um, transport her, her basically her dead father, um, to his resting place. And the two of you are working together. It's basically a princess and her fiancé who are transporting the corpse of her father, the king, to his final resting place. Um, like I said, it looks like it has some interesting mechanics. It has a cartoony look to it. Watch the video on the Polygon website if you think you would be interested in it. But let's jump over to see what Sony has offering for October. And we really don't know yet. Sony hasn't announced their free games for PlayStation Plus yet for October. They normally don't release their stuff until the first Tuesday of the month, so in all actuality, they have until pretty much this coming week or into next week, really, where they're going to be telling us because the 7th, next, not this, not tomorrow, basically, the 30th, next Tuesday will be when all these games will get posted. I think it's pretty safe to say one of the free games in October is going to be Drive Club. I don't know the date that that one is going to be hitting, um, but... Everybody else is guessing as to what some of the other things are. I read one site where they were basically mentioning Ali Ali, as well as a couple other games that might be coming out, but we're going to wait and see, and we'll talk more about that one next week. Sticking on the reins of Sony and talking a little bit more about what they have on sale, if you are someone who actually purchases from the Australian, European, or UK account, and your PSN account is from one of those countries, um, Sony has a huge sale going on right now. 156 games across the PS4, Vita, and PS3. I have the link to the GameSpot article up there. If you have a US account, you will probably have to go through a loophole of logging in as you're like you're coming in from one of those countries. Uh, but I'm not even going to try to list a couple of any of the games that are on here. The list is just huge, and GameSpot has it all, so go check that out if you are interested in that and if you live in one of those countries. One of our next sales is going to be, um, which I think is one of the better sales of the week, 24 Valve games for $25 right now through October 1st. It's the Valve Complete Pack. Things from Counter-Strike, Half-Life, Half-Life 2, Left 4 Dead 4, Portals, Team Fortress, pretty much anything valve related is going to be in the valve complete pack that you can get for 25 bucks right now probably one of the best deals of the week and we are jumping on into the news right now and the news one of the biggest news stories i think of this past week was blizzard canceling their big next-gen mmo called titan seven years in development people are estimating 50 100 million nobody really knows how much money they spent on this thing but it sounds like it was a shitload of cash that they put into there at one time, it sounds like there were hundreds, 100 to 200 developers working on this thing. Uh, last year, they cut the team down to around a size of 30 developers, it sounds like, when they were basically going to go back to the drawing board to see what they actually had as, as far as a game goes. And pretty much all we know about the game right now, it was going to be some sort of possible science fiction sci-fi type of mmo it sounded like they were going to try to incorporate from what i've read and some of the podcasts i've listened to it sounded like they're going to try to incorporate some of the ai that were in some of the sims type of games um for some of the npcs and stuff uh it sounded like a huge undertaking but in the end it just sounded like the the head the head honchos at blizzard were basically just not feeling the game and it just didn't have the fun factor that they were looking for and as we all know if blizzard blizzard doesn't feel like they have a huge hit on their hands um like they've done with several of the other games that people have been chomping at the bits to get over the years uh they will just cancel a game which is what they did uh for this one so 
I have a feeling in reading several different articles, I read a couple of different articles on Polygon, a couple on GameSpot, listening to a bunch of different people talk about this thing. One of my guesses is they actually were using this game as kind of like a training ground, I think, for a lot of new people and new blood that they were bringing into the company. I have a feeling that a lot of the content that was created for this game will be cut up and spliced up and distributed through other departments and other teams working throughout Blizzard and they'll actually be using a lot of this a lot of this stuff we'll probably see in other games um, I have a feeling we're never ever going to see or really fully understand the vision that they had uh, for Titan since they're kind of really being tight-lipped uh, they may start talking about this stuff eventually but it sounds like from some of the articles we have out there, pretty much what we know right now is is pretty much it. It's a shame that after seven years, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have sunk a lot of their time and life into the, this type of game. It always sucks when you hear something about this being canceled, but at least it doesn't sound like there were a lot of layoffs. People were probably just absorbed into other teams. And it sounds like Blizzard wants to concentrate more on the smaller games that they've actually been producing, probably along the lines of Hearthstone. Um, which we actually have as one of our last stories here. I'm going to talk a little bit about Hearthstone, but um, we'll have to keep an eye and see what Blizzard is going to come up with next. I'm sure their next game is going to be a big one and a good one. One of the other games I wanted to talk about this week, Dungeons & Dragons, which is owned by Wizards of the Coast, which which still just blows my mind. Uh, I mean, when I played Dungeons & Dragons back in the day, it was TSR, which is no longer around has gotten into an agreement with WizKids, and I've talked about WizKids recently, especially since I've been playing their Dice Master Dice game, uh, which I've been having a blast with. Um, but Dungeons, but Wizards of the Coast and WizKids have signed an agreement to start producing uh, D&D type of board games. These games are going to be along the lines of The Wrath of Ashardalon, Castle Ravenloft, The Legend of Drizzt, all which were big sellers back in the day. Um, I, and it, it, it sounds like this this board game could be really good. Uh, there's going to be 40 figures, 8 hero cards, 4 villain cards, 200 cards. There's just a bunch of a bunch of stuff that's going to be in this game. And I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to it. It sounds like it's going to be released in 2015. And they're hoping for a March 16th release date. Sounds like from the one article I'm reading here on ICV2 that the uh, manufacturer suggests retail price is going to be about 65 bucks, Which is pretty much in line with most board games for today. So... We're going to have to wait and see what they actually produce for this and what this is all about. I really haven't seen too much too much talk around this board game or any or any sort of pictures or anything yet, so I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for that type of stuff, and if we can find anything like that, we will definitely talk about them on future podcasts. One of the other articles I wanted to talk about today that I found, Valve updated Dota 2, and they actually changed the map a little bit with their 6.82 patch um, per this Polygon article I found. One of the big changes was that they actually moved Roshan. So it sounds like they actually have Roshan facing um, kind of like a different direction right now. So if you're actually familiar with um, Dota 2 and if you actually play it a little bit, this is a game I've been wanting to get into for well over a year. I've played it on and off a little bit. I really haven't played it extensively and gotten into it to where I'm comfortable with it. Uh, it's, I know I still have a lot to learn about it, but um, this, this is something that I do want to get into, especially with some of these changes and some of the rebalancing coming up. I, I think this should be this might not be a bad time to get into it. So if you are into Dota 2, the 6.82 patch, let us know what you think of it and let us know how it's working for you. One of the other articles I found for the week was an article on Polygon. It was about Sony talking about their project Morpheus and how they think that... Um, 
basically VR technology could kind of change the way um, technology is and the way gaming is is kind of like they likened it to silent films, the way it changed everything and the way when sound was actually added to films, how it actually changed everything. So I think VR technology is going to be really cool. I have a feeling it's probably not going to start picking up a little more steam until next year. Uh, I'm hoping that somebody actually releases something a little more that the public can get into other than what has been released for the Oculus so far. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what Sony release or what Sony has, in, in, you know, for Project Morpheus. But I, I just have this funny feeling that Pro Project Morpheus could still be a year or two out, which really concerns me because all this talk about it and all this hype, just let us start using it already. Um, I've been I, I've been wanting to play with VR for probably over 15, 20 years now since I first experienced some of the stuff back in the day. So. I just wish it would be be moving a little bit faster, but it seems like in the past couple of years, at least it's picked up more steam and it's becoming more popular. So, One of the other stories I wanted to talk about, Dragon Age Inquisition, and how hard it's actually going to be. BioWare's actually talking about um, the difficulty, the spike in difficulty that's going to be in Dragon Age Inquisition, and they're saying it's probably going to be a little bit harder than the past couple of games. Dragon Age Origins had the top-down view that you can go into to the tactical view that you can actually use to control your characters. I played that one. It was very handy. I did not play Dragon Age 2, but it sounds like it wasn't something that really appeared in Dragon Age 2. It sounds like they're going back to more of the style from Dragon Age 1. They're saying expect the combat to be much more difficult than in the earlier games. And this is something that's coming out, I believe, November 18th, and I know a lot of people are really looking forward to this. I am one as well. One of the stories I think we talked about last week was The Walking Dead and the pin and the actual pinball machine that's being released. Uh, Polygon actually had a couple of videos that were posted, and I will have links to those. I watched some of them earlier. I will say the table does look really freaking sweet. This wasn't the actual limited edition table, which had the cross crossbow for the shooter for the ball shooter it actually was just the pro version but uh from some of the gameplay the one video was about six minutes long from some of the gameplay it looks like this table is really cool it sounds like a lot of the voices from the show are in the game i'm noticing a lot of different small intricacies on the table that are actually from part of the show kind of like the governor's fish tank of heads and everything i thought i noticed on one part of the table so i think this is going to be something that a lot of walking dead fans are going to just sit there and want to pick out all the little intricacies that they can find from the show, which is what I was doing and trying to when I was eyeing up these videos. I can't wait to find this at an arcade and actually play it because I know my wife will not let me spend the $6,000 to get one for our house. So I will keep on dreaming about that one. We're going to jump over to a GameSpot article about Destiny. Destiny was one of the big games that's come out in the past couple of weeks. One of the things that a lot of people were doing in Destiny is is basically utilizing, for lack of a better term, a little cheat that they found in a treasure cave. It sounds like they would clear an area out, and there would be a cave that would have a 
spawn of mobs that would respawn every 6 to 15 seconds or something that's on a lower, you know, a very quick respawn. And the characters, the players would basically find a spot where they can kind of camp and just kill everything inside of the cave pretty much without being harmed and without having to really do much other than just stand there and just kill things repeatedly and just hope for a good drop. And I was watching one video that actually just came out that was showing a brand new treasure cave that was found that was that was found within 24 hours of them actually patching out the old treasure caves and after about 45 minutes it, it looks like the guy had gotten one really really good item the video was for from ps4 trophies i'll have the link that you can f watch the video of if you do play destiny you can probably go into the game real quick and find this area try to get some loot because it seems like that's definitely a loot driven game uh, so if you're into that sort of thing and you're wanting to level up, I don't, I don't even know how fast you're going to level up. It's probably more for getting loot than actually leveling up. Cause I think probably finishing the quest just like most other, since destiny to me reminds me more of an MMO than a first person shooter. And it seems like finishing quests would be the easiest and fastest way to level up. But I have not played destiny since it's come out. I only played it in beta, so I'm not really too sure how the final product was. One of the other stories I wanted to talk about from GameSpot, Amazon completes their purchase of Twitch. We all knew this was coming. It sounds like there was an SEC filing that kind of made this official. Twitch basically, or Amazon basically had to purchase the outstanding shares of Twitch for around $970 million. Um, everybody thought that Google was going to be the one to get Twitch. Twitch decided to side with Amazon and go with them. They felt that they were a better fit for the, for the two of them working together. So... I'm still using Twitch. Like I said, my Twitch days are usually Wednesday and Thursday, possibly with a soon-to-be-added Friday. So we're going to end out with a couple of board game stories. Doomtown Reloaded. This is a game I saw played down at the game store. I've seen this played several times. I have not had a chance to sit down and play a game myself. AEG Games has published it they have actually added the rules and a fact out on their website i will have a link to all this stuff if you are playing the game and if you do have any questions a fact has been released so hopefully this will be able to answer any questions you have about doomtown reloaded basically doomtown reloaded appears to be a western style game um that's kind of like a I don't want to say a living card game, but it, it, it's basically like a card game. Like I said, I have not played it yet. I haven't had a chance to, but this is definitely one of the games that's on the top of my list to to find at the game store next time and sit down on, sit down on the table and give it a go because I've heard a lot of good things about it. On one of the earlier episodes, I talked about a game called Sushi Go, which, which I had a little blast playing. It's a cute little game, probably good for kids, fun for adults as well. Uh, publisher of this game, GameRight, they actually found six new publishing partners, and it sounds like they're going to be publishing this game in a lot of other countries. Germany, France, Italy, Netherlands, Spain, Portugal, Russia. So this is a very popular game. It's an inexpensive game. It's very easy to get into. Not only are they going to have it released in a lot of these different countries, but it sounds like they are releasing a promo pack as well. It's the soy sauce promo pack, and you can actually pick this up for five bucks at the boardgamegeek.com store. So if you're into the game, if you're looking for some alternate cards for the game and some of the promo cards that you can get for this, head over to boardgamegeek.com, their store, and you can get these for five bucks to add to your collection for Sushi Go, which is a cool little game. And our last news story for the week. 
this was a crazy one when I saw this, and I actually wasn't going to talk about this at first, but then I saw a couple other people reporting on this and a couple other articles, and I said, let me read this, and then I was just like, this just sounds crazy. But a Chinese company has actually made a real-life Hearthstone set. So Hearthstone is the popular new card game that Blizzard has made. It's only available online. The game does have a lot of intricacies to it, and they changed the game a lot. So ever since the game has been released, they're constantly updating the game. They're changing the way cards interact with with each other. They're trying to balance the game and make the game more playable, easier for people to get into, which is one of the reasons why having an actual real-life kind of like physical version of this game is something that would be very hard because you'd be kind of having to constantly update your cards. Um, but a company has done it, and, it, and the cards actually look really cool. I think the biggest drawback for this would be some of the mechanics that they have in Hearthstone I think would just take too long to resolve. I, whereas the computer can do a lot of the math calcula calculations instantly, some of the stuff you would have to keep track of, I, I'm not even too sure I'd want to do that. Um, I know with Magic the Gathering, back in the day, uh, there were there were certain cards that you would have to put tokens on and keep track of and things like that, and it was okay, but, but Hearthstone j has just seemed to take that to kind of like a whole nother level. And having a physical, co physical copy of this, I think, would just be... It, it might be nice to play once as kind of like a novelty, but I don't think I would be able to play it continually in the physical form. Um, I Like I said, I will have a link to an article article from gamesinasia.com the the cards look great they look like they're printed perfectly the, a lot of the little chips and everything that they're giving you look like they look, look like they fit the game perfectly and they've done a really good translation to the game but um, i'm just not, just not too sure about a physical hearthstone type of game so that is about it for the news we're going to jump into what i'm playing now for the week so my wife and I actually sat down. We played a bunch of more Fibbage during the week. We are going to try to play a Saturday stream of Fibbage on the PS4. I actually had gotten the cables to hook up uh, the, my Astro A50 to the PS4, which I haven't yet tried, uh, because basically my wife got sick. So we were unable to actually do Fibbage, um, but we had actually played some during the week, just her and I, without streaming it uh, through the PS4, and we are still having a blast with that game. If you're not familiar with that game, I talked about it some last week. It is a it is a game made from made from the people who did You Don't Know Jack. It's kind of like a quiz type game, and the most interesting and neat mechanic to it is they come up with a question, and you have to come up with a lie, and then that lie gets put up there with other lies as well as the real answer, and you try to answer it and not pick your opponent's fate. You know your opponent's lie. It's just a blast to play. So, since we were unable to do Fibbage on Saturday since she was sick, I actually downloaded Hacker Evolution, or Hacker. I was able to pick up the Hacker series um, through Green Man Gaming, I think is where I got it from. And it was on sale for $3. It was the full set. It was Hacker, Hacker Evolution, and then I think Hacker Evolution Duality, which was the three games, as well as a bunch of DLC. They said it totaled out to be about $60 worth in game shit from what it, what it was saying on um, Steam. I got it for like three bucks. I can see why it was on sale for three bucks. I would say it's probably not worth much more than that, I hate to say. Um, I was really disappointed in the third version of the game, Duality. I really 
just had a lot of trouble getting into it. I had played a little bit of the second version of the game where you were actually doing a lot more typing and you were interacting with the game more via keyboard and you were more on the command line of a terminal, which kind of felt like what I was kind of going for. Hacker Evolution Duality, I... I didn't get out of the tutorial. It was all basically clicking on everything and you were just timed and had to click on things in the right order. It reminded me of playing the game perfection like as a child and if you just didn't click on things and just didn't get things in the right order, everything would just blow up and that's pretty much what happened. So I actually gave Evolution, Hacker Evolution Duality a pretty much big thumbs down. Uh, by the end of the show because I just wasn't real impressed with it. I watched a video of somebody on YouTube who actually had gotten through the tutorial. Uh, I may go back and try it again. The funny thing was I think I had tried it three times on the stream and then I quit the stream because I had to work the following morning. And after I stopped the stream, I go, you know what, let me try it one more time. And I got maybe a minute into the first part of the tutorial and the game just crashed on me. And I just kind of looked at my computer and I was like, Obviously, that's my computer telling me it's time to go to bed, so I pretty much just shut everything down and called it a night. So, And the game has crashed on me actually several times since then. That's just not the only time it's crashed on me, because I have tried it a few other times since then. Uh, but if you're into any, any of the hacker games, I may try to do a stream of the second one. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually play the game, get out of the tutorial, and see how it is to make sure it's actually something that I'd want to stream. I was trying to just think of something to stream i really wasn't in the mood to stream project gorgon which i had played on friday night which i'll talk about in a minute i really wasn't in the mood to play hand of fate i kind of wanted to play something new i was going to download gauntlet but i was just i really don't want to get gauntlet on the pc because i'm really looking forward to playing gauntlet on the console so i'm hoping that gauntlet gets announced on the consoles already please announce it on the console already because i would like to do some multiplayer co-op on that with my wife um but um couple of the other things I played, like I said, I just played Project Gorgon. Friday night, I played Project Gorgon pretty much extensively. I tried to sit down and actually get into um, Arcage for a little bit. And that game just doesn't like me for some reason. I was talking to a couple of friends at work and some other people who were playing the game. Uh, I, closed, I tried to close down the launcher after launching the game. I have disabled the intro movie, but it seems about after 15-20 minutes of playing the game... Arcage just wants to crash on me, and then I almost have to reboot my computer to kind of recover from that. I don't know if it's because I have a second monitor plugged in. I don't know if it's because I have the graphics turned up too high, and maybe I'm just running out of video RAM. It's basically just when it go, almost goes to like a cutscene movie, when I'm interacting with an NPC, I get a black screen, and then the game pretty much just crashes the desktop from there. I was reading the forums. It sounds like I am not the only person to have this issue. So it sounds like they have some bugs with this game still. I know it's free to play. I am not in any rush to play it. Like I said, I have some friends who are playing it. They are actually loving the game. I, one of the guys I work with who is who completely does not like crafting at all actually was telling me today that he's really getting into crafting in Arc Age, which just blows my mind because he's pretty much just a straight either PVMer or PVPer, and that's all he wants to do. And when he's getting into crafting, I, I know there has to be something at least decent in the game. So I may try working out a little bit more in the next week or so, but it just... I just haven't been bit by it yet, and I'm just really not thrilled with it. So once that crashed on me, I went to Project Gorgon and literally played played Project Gorgon pretty much most of Friday night. I was just working on getting uh, my foraging skill up. I was working on getting my sword up. I went to a brand new area in the game. Uh, 
and found very quickly in going to the northern part of that second territory that the mobs were much higher level than what I was and I was getting my ass handed to me repeatedly so I basically ran back down south to get out of that northern territory which I could not handle. Um, I'm still having a blast with Project Oregon. I don't believe their Kickstarter has ended yet. Um, it doesn't seem like they're going to meet the Kickstarter, but it sounds like they're not going to be out of the game yet. So I'm hoping we can actually, they can actually find something to to extend the life. This is a game that I would actually pay right now a monthly fee for to actually pay if that would help them keep the servers up. So I, I really like the game. I think it has a hell of a lot of potential. I'm really interested in, in being a part of the community, so I, I want to put a little bit more time into it, and I'm going to be looking forward to doing that over the next couple of weeks. And, of course, then on Wednesday, I did my Diablo 2 stream. Uh, we actually finished the first boss in Act 2, um, which wasn't that bad. I did try to set up uh, my character a little bit differently this time. Um, I need to read through and see... If, if, if maybe I kind of set this character up a little too early, if I'm a little too too low level to be trying to maybe target my character for some of these end game builds that I'm finding on some of the different wikis, uh, because I was de I definitely felt like I was missing my prayer skill, which was I felt keeping me alive and keeping my um, my my NPC alive that was usually hanging out with me, my little buddy there, which I, I went through quite a few last Wednesday. I must have had three or four NPCs die on me that I was purchasing. Luckily, I have a shitload of gold, and I'm not really worried in that department. But um, we're going to have to give, uh, this Wednesday, we're going to have to give it a different type of go and see what what we're going to do for that. That's it for what I was playing. I did not make it down to the game store on Thursday for my normal board game or Pathfinder night since I was on call this past week. So pretty much the games I played were, it was a much smaller number than what I normally have a chance to play. I did try to go down to the store on Saturday and play some Dice Masters. There was a Dice Master tournament, and I will say I was finally able to finish my Dice Master collection so i have a full set of adventures versus x-men which i was completely stoked about that i was able to finally get my last card and i actually have a starter set coming in in the next couple of days just to round out some of the dice i was missing uh like human human torch beast iron man that i just didn't have enough dice for if my wife and i wanted to play against each other and field some of these characters together out of all of the out of the two gravity feed starter and the setup box and some of the other boosters i've opened up uh, i only had three human torch dice which isn't enough for two people to play and that's the one thing when my wife and I play, I kind of need to have enough enough product for both of us. That's the one thing that kind of stinks when you have two people in the same house that want to play a game, a collectible game like that. You actually have to have way more than you normally would for any one person. So I have a shitload of extra stuff. Um, but I do have an order in for a bunch of the Uncanny. Uh, hopefully I will be able to get that stuff at, when it launches. I'm hoping to be able to get two, two starter packs and two boosters, which is a case. From what I've been reading on Board Game Geek, I've been hovering and actually posting a lot on on the Uncanny section and the Avengers vs. X-Men section of their forums and hanging out there. There's a lot of good um, discussion going on there about the game. And from what it sounds like, 
two box or two two gravity feeds which is basically going to be a case should net you around three of the four super rares so i'm gonna probably gonna end up with a lot of extra cards and a lot of dice but considering they're going to a 90 count gravity feed instead of the 60 count that avenger versus x-men had i just gotta suck it up and just get it because it's going to be easier than buying the shit off of ebay so i also can't wait for the next open play tournaments to come into my area because month five is going to be starting there are new cards that are available there's an iron man card and another basic action card that look really good that i want to get so hopefully i can get my hand on those on um from some open play tournaments in the area and not have to rely on getting them from ebay which i'm really not looking forward to so that's about it for what i'm playing now we will jump into what i want to play what i want to play is shadow of mordor that is coming out tomorrow i believe and i am completely torn on whether i'm going to buy this or not i'm not really too sure if i want to i would like to start doing some streams on the ps4 this might be the game that i do that with I'm just not 100% certain I want to pull the trigger on this, especially since at the end of October here, I will be spending several hundred dollars on more Dice Master shit. Um, but Shadow of Mordor, from everything I'm hearing and all the everything I'm reading about this game, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pass this up, and I may just have to pull the trigger. If I do, I will just grab this as a digital download from the PlayStation Store. Um, so I may actually just buy the... Buy the cards from Amazon, which I normally do, put those on the PS4 and in my wallet and just download it and try to set that up so it downloads tonight and then I can start maybe playing tomorrow. So that's definitely what I want to play this week. It sounds like that game, they've definitely hit a home run with the Lord of the Rings title finally, which is something I've been waiting for for a while because I've played several of the Lord of the Rings games over the years on multiple consoles. And while some of them have been good, not all of them have been, as we all know. That's about it. That's it for this episode. We are at the end of the show. Thanks for those who stopped by and watched live. You can send us emails, what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, like I said, at the top of the show, top of the show at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. You can hit us up on our Google Plus page, plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And of course, do not forget to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. I would definitely like to get my follow count up there and stop by Wednesdays and Saturdays when I do the stream. Say hi. I do have the the chat always on my second monitor up here, which is some of the reasons why I'm always looking up because I do have a lot of things running on the second monitor. Um, so if you ever see me looking up, that's pretty much what I'm glancing up at. So thank you for stopping by. Thanks for watching the episode. Go out there, play some games, and don't forget to let us know what you're playing now. Have a good week, everybody.